Hello. Hey. Hi. So we are joined with Tasha, my Twitter best friend and inspiration for the podcast. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Ready to do this? Yes. Um, So finally, Rings of Power is here after waiting so long. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. It's like we get to like jump into this from, I mean, obviously, I'm kind of jumping in from a place of ignorance because I barely remember the movies. And I oh. didn't watch Thanks. The Hobbit. So it's kind of fun to like go in like other than, you know, kind of like the Wheel it. of Time. We don't know anything. And we're just like, all right, let's just dive into this world and see what happens. Yeah, it's like constant excitement pretty much for us. Um, yeah, I was so grateful for the recap in the beginning of the uh, first episode. I was like, yes, because I haven't watched Lord of the Rings since high school. Same. Yeah, I was really no idea what's going on. I was just like, okay, you know, like (laughs) random things. Like I was seeing stuff and I was like, oh, I kind of remember that from the movie. I kind of remember that from the movie. And that was it. (laughs) I was just like, okay. Like Middle Earth. I was like, I know Middle Earth. I know what happened there. I know that. I know Sarah. And I'm just like, okay, well, what else? Right. Yes. And I got into it. We went some places in this episode. So, yeah, what were your first impressions? Just like off the riff. Um, I liked it. I felt like the first episode was kind of slow. It was, you know, I mean, there's a lot of world building that they have to do. There's a lot of information because they have to be smart about it and pander to the people who, you know, read the book and know the source material and to the people like us who are just jumping in. My brain twin, because I literally have that in the notes. First episode, slow question mark. But I have following that I have world building that's insane that you just said that um yeah it was it was slow but I appreciated it because again I'm new to it so I didn't know what was going on either but yeah I've, I've seen people say it was slow but uh, I'm, I'm gonna give them a break on that one just because they had a lot to introduce and go over and I felt like episode two really picked up like oh there yeah. was a lot that one really I was like okay now I'm in now I'm in this I'm ready to go I broke out the popcorn I was like oh we getting into it exactly Galadriel drowning in the water I was like okay here we go that was so wild I was like oh my god where I was like I was waiting for her to jump out that boat I was like she has to get out of this boat like there's no way she's just gonna go into the ever after and Oh, she's a fighter. She was not trying to give up her sword. I was like, she's not going into the everlasting. I'm sorry. No, it's not. Um, but then she went into the water. I'm like, girl, I hope you can swim. She was in that water for at least 24 hours. I was yeah. like, I'm like, aren't you tired? Have, like, are they just immune to like water? <laughs> she was in there for so long. And then, oh my goodness. She was she was fighting for her life in that water. She mm-hmm. really was. Um so many things tied in, right? Because she met Halbrand um, on that little de- deserted I'm... boat with yep. all the little friends that were terrible. Wouldn't even let her on the boat. Just pitched her right in the water, and they're like, "Oh, she led, she led it, um, led the sea worm to them." And I'm like, "How? It was, it was carrying y'all boat. It was following you right? guys. She just happened to be there. Okay, <laughs> Why are you her? How much I love her because she got off that boat. It was like, I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> she left them so fast. I was like, smart woman. Yeah. She's out. Um, shout out to Hal Brand for uh going back for her. Mm-hmm. Love that. 
he left um, everybody else and was like, let me let me stick to the warrior woman. <laughs> right. Exactly. He saw that little little knife of hers, a little sword. Um, but also like it was revealed, I guess, at the, towards the end of the episode that he had left uh the Southlands, which is where Bronwyn and Arendir, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. I'll get it right for the next one, but Arendir and Bronwyn are in the Southlands. So their whole uh town's been wiped out. I'm going to blame this one on Theo. I got beef with Theo. Me too. Girl, <laughs> I was like, you're a little nosy, but like, what are you relics. It led all them orcs to that town to wipe it out. I was like, sir, why can't you just go out and graze ga- like grass? Go hang out with a kite. I don't know. Why are you picking up relics? Just causing trouble for what? Go home, sit down, read a book. It was just... the entire town. My question, though, towards the end of the second episode, when they leave the Southlands, did he take it with him? Like that was. I think clear. so, because it oh. looks like his blood was like activating it and almost mending it. Girl, okay, you mentioned that, and I'm glad you mentioned it. Question: Well, we were, neither of us gonna be able to answer this. I love how I say question, but I wonder if. Theo being able to activate that relic was because of his father, which they mentioned. Yes. Oh my God. I was going to say that because I'm like, who is this kid's dad? Right. Because there's something they, yeah, like they acted, like they went out of their way to have that other kid be like, oh, is that why your dad left? Um, And he's like, that's not why. And he got all upset and huffing and puffing when they brought up his dad. And I'm like, who is his dad? Because She's just a single mom out here doing her thing with her forbidden lover. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> why is, where is this kid's father at? And why are they not talking about it? it? It just felt so weird. And I'm like, his dad has to be somebody important. And the way um, Aaron Deer brought up the fact that so many people from that town or that community were um, like actively involved with Sauron like they were hardcore and even his I guess his leader in the tower was like it's not because of the past it's right now like he just like kind of drilling it home like these are the bad guys so I'm just like this kid there's I think you're thinking what I'm thinking, and this comes from a complete place of like ignorance. But like, is Saran his dad? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I'm like, or or maybe his dad was like maybe a second in command, but his dad right, was somebody exactly. important, someone high up, but not necessarily Saran. Because oh, I mean, how is it like? It just seems weird. Like you wouldn't think anybody's like it. Actually, looked like his blood was rebuilding this sword. Oh, absolutely. And those orcs came so fast, tunneled into that town. Um, yeah, so. Like, it was like a matter of hours and they were mm-hmm. there fighting. It was crazy. Um, and then Bronwyn and Arndir are like out on their own adventure. She didn't left her child. I'm yeah. like, oh. I was like, where are you going? She's like, I'm coming with you. I'm like, uh, your son, where is he? You just left him at home. Like, I'm going to go on an adventure with my boy twin. Ma'am, <laughs> do better. Right. Now he did like cause all types of havoc. Oh, my Lord. Um, they brought up something super, I think it's going to be important. The fact that elves and humans can't procreate. So I really think that's just going to be an obstacle for them going forward. 
I mean, definitely not this season. Maybe not even season two, but maybe three, four. Um, so, what yeah. was... Did they say... Was it like a, they can't procreate or they have... Because... Or they can't make... Like, they haven't had... No. They were saying that they haven't had more than two pairings, which I think in the movies... Or like as a basic part of the lore, there were never more than three like interspecies pairings. Mm, I'm not sure. I do know that they said that it resulted in death. Yes, because they were like the the guy was like, Oh, there's never been more than two pairings. It always it always ended badly or it resulted in death. And I'm like, huh. So I'm like wondering, I'm like, are we setting ourselves up for failure with this? Like, this is going right? to be our angsty trauma ship. <laughs> one of them is going to die at the end and they just can't, like, it's going to be that um, battlefield. I'm dying in the arms of my love kiss. And that's the end of it. I'm like, it's just going to be bad for us. I just know it. <laughs> if no, the lore is that there's only two. And the third one, I think, is what happened in the movie. Mm-hmm. So either this was the storyline of this is the long lost secret that nobody knew about, or one of them's going to die early. I'm going to be positive and say love the five all. (laughs) (laughs) I hope so, because I like them. They're so cute. Like the minute he walked in, I was just like, what's with the look? What's the look? I saw it instantly. I was like, hold on. Is this a thing? They had a thing for sure. And then uh-huh. he said he was there for like 79 years. Yes. The time moves differently there, but that's crazy. I'm like, well, how old is she? What's going on there? Because I feel like he, yeah, he, 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 he out. Because, yeah, he, he's the elf. She's the human. So he's been there since so long do, before she was born. Do humans in this universe live the same as us? I don't know. We're going to bring and, on a Lord of the Rings expert. Because right? We have questions. <laughs> so it sounds like next week I'm going to have to listen to some podcasts or something, do some research because right. I have no idea. Oh, I was definitely Googling these places because they took us far and wide, honey. I was like... Yeah, I love that we get a map though. That's always... Like, we need to have a general idea of what this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then the um, the dwarves... Yes, that was, I wrote this down, the actual place where they're at. And it's so hard to say, oh my goodness, where is it? It's Kazakh Dum. And that was Prince Durin. Yeah. And And he was, so I'm like, okay, they're friends. I hope we get a little bit more backstory on their friendship, how they met, like more of their history together. But also, what was up with the with King, mm-hmm. with the King? Because when he when Elrond left, mm-hmm. he was being very shady and like, what's in the box? Yep. That I have a lot of questions. He doesn't trust them either. He's not. Trusting yeah, and you oh. know, Prince is the Prince is like, oh, but he's my friend. We can trust him. And the King is like, yeah, no. So whatever he has, he's very much protective of it, and he does not trust him. I kind of, I'm gonna side with with them, with the doors on this one, and Durin, because you know when you invent something, here come people trying to figure it out, and they take it from you. And mm, you know, I'm gonna that's true. 
Um, I I appreciated the apprehensiveness. Of and that. um, what was it? Okay, the leader that was asking for Elrond's help. Mm-hmm. I don't trust him. One. Something about his energy was just, I was just like, he's trying to build something great, but something about his energy yes. makes me not trust him. Yes. I was like, you really need another, like, forge? I, I What's the forge for? Like, I don't, I need more information. It's just not sounding right, especially with everything going on with Galadriel and Elrond and the king, where she's like, hey, Saran's back. Y'all need to yeah, I feel like maybe that guy works for Saran. Whatever he, what he's trying to build is going to benefit yes. Saran instead of the people. Mm-hmm. And that is what's making me really apprehensive about him. I'm like, I don't, I don't think he's, he's going to help them in the end. He's going to be, a, whatever he does is going to be like very detrimental. And he wants it so fast as well. The, to the point, like, what is your rush? Other places and recruit people. That's also very suspe- uh, suspicious to me. Like, I don't trust that. Like, you're elves. You live for eternity, basically. Mm-hmm. So, why are you in such a desperate rush to get to make this happen? It just feels very weird. It does. It does. I don't trust him. He's definitely going to be on our like watch list. Oh, girl, we do not. We got Princess uh, Zedisa. I believe Duran's wife, who I immediately loved. She's so cute. <laughs> yes. She was a whole boot, okay? Yeah, she's just like high energy. And then the 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 kids with their helmets with his helmet on and they're just yeah. running around banging into each other. It was just so cute. I'm like they just it it just had a warmth to it. Like all their scenes, you it made you more engaged in what was going on in the story. And I really liked that. Yes, and of course, we know life. that the outside, real world stuff, there's so much drama around the castings, but I thought they did, I thought all the actors would really fit their roles. Oh yeah, absolutely. The The casting was dead on. Um, honestly, if it was an all-white cast, I probably would not watch, right? We're two women of color. I need to yeah. see myself somewhere. <laughs> um, I need to be represented for me to, uh, you know, it's not every show... I don't need it in everything, but for me, when it's fantasy, like it's literally just complete imagination. Why can't you have characters of color or minorities represented? And there's no reason not to. Exactly. It's fantasy, right? So yeah, there's just no reason for it. If if you can dream up an elf, you can have a black person elf. Like, come on now. (laughs) Um. Yes. Okay. So, what haven't we covered? So, Ooh, the guy that fell from the sky. Oh yes. Okay, girl. I have I have feelings on this. <laughs> I don't like his energy. There's something. I don't necessarily feel that he's bad, but he's not good. I feel like he's one of those middle of the road creep um, characters that some that can be pulled based on whatever is happening around him because obviously uh the girl the little girl she she can yeah she can um temper him Mm -hmm. like he he started to get upset and he saw her and he saw her reaction and he he calms because obviously he wasn't trying to hurt her well something happened when he was in the pit like they locked eyes yeah I think she saw some darkness in him because he very much so has a darkness to him yes he's been through some things honey 
And um, I just want to give a special shout out to Dilly. That's her homegirl, Nori's yeah. girl. Dilly is me. Because Dilly was like, Nori, don't you go in that pit. She's like, what are you doing? Don't go in there. Like, why Back away you? slowly. We need to go home. Yes. We're going to get, I love when she's like, if if something happens, then for the next three seasons, we're going to get blamed because we shouldn't be out here. We shouldn't be doing this. And I'm like, that's me. I'm a super cautious person who's going to be like, what are you doing? Yes. Why are you doing it? That's me too. Um, she was like, Nori, get out of that pit. I was like, yes, Dilly, tell her because Nori's doing the most. Like that is a whole pit of fire uh, and a man, a random naked man. And that scene with Nori's dad, right? When he's putting up the um the pole, yeah, they kept cutting back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. Like, there's a darkness to that that man when he was trying to like give her a map of where he was from. It like created some kind of connection to her dad that forced him like to have bad things happen, like his ankle twisting and the pole falling on him. And I was like, and then the oh. same thing with the fireflies. Yeah, he, he used them to show. Um, he used them to show her the constellations and then they all died. Yeah. Like he, it's like he drained them and I'm just like, okay. So I don't know that he wants to be bad, but he definitely has something in him that's just not good. Yeah. And my girl Dilly was like, uh, Dory, these fireflies are dying, girl. We gotta go. (laughs) We gotta go. Let's go home. That scene of them trying to push him up the hill in the fair. So funny. And then he's like rolling away and they're like, oh my God. (laughs) And I'm like, that man is a giant. Y'all are not gonna catch him. (laughs) Oh, the Harfoot are funny. I love them. Um, Yeah. What's crazy is like, you know, just based on these two episodes, I feel like like this is already our family. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And we have something relatable. We haven't even met everyone. We haven't been to Numenor um, and met that princess. So that's like the place with all the water. It's also my Twitter handle, Queen of Numenor. Um, Isn't that um, where we're supposed to meet? Um, I can't think of her is name. Is it Cynthia? Yes. Yes. Because yes, she was in um, Spartan. Spartacus. Yeah. Spartacus, yes. So we haven't even met her yet. So probably maybe next episode. Um, so I'm like, this is our, these people are our family, but we haven't even met the whole family. Yeah, because there, there, there's something relatable. Like, I love the dwarf being like, you weren't here. You and your elfin eternity life was, weren't here for my wedding and the birth of my kids. So you're a sucky friend. Get out my house. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> relatable. You can get why he's upset. And Princess Disa being like, okay, you being rude. I understand you mad at him, but he family. So get it together or you're sleeping outside, you know, very relatable, great, strong auntie energy. Um, and Elrond is too charming. I'm like, and not in a it bad way. Really it's just, yeah, like, it's not slimy. It's just like, even when he was talking to uh, is Galadriel. Yes. Galadriel. She's like, um, he's just like keeping it real with her. Like, are you going to bring more people out there to die? Because that's what your endless mission is like. You may be right, but in the process, more people are dying, and that's not going to work. You need to listen to the king. So 
Yes. No, I, I just him. felt like he was doing the best that he could in the circumstance that he was in. Like, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He was in a tough spot between the king and Galadriel. Because they're clearly friends. I don't see anything romantic right now. Um, yeah, it was kind of walking the line of maybe he has a thing for her, but she's mm-hmm. so mission-driven. She can't really see him like that. Yeah. Yeah, I was definitely feeling them out. I was like, oh, what's going on here? But I definitely think her and Halbrand gonna have a little thingy thing. Absolutely. As soon as, like, they're putting too much focus on it, on him, on that kind of butting heads, Mm -hmm. her stubborn will versus his, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's gonna be a thing. Also, in the preview, because, you know, at, like, the end of the second episode, they had, like, you know, what to expect this season. He was in like full armor on a horse charging. So he has kind of like a warrior background, fighting background, maybe. Or she trains him. I don't know. So that's really interesting. Him, I have a lot of questions about him because, and like, what is the, the thing he's carrying around his neck? What was his role in the community that he came from? Was he somebody <laughs> important? Um, was yeah, he royalty he or. He was too vague because he was just like, oh, I left the Southlands because the orcs invaded it. But I felt like the that had happened so soon. Like, how was he already on the boat and their boat been trashed? Like, I, it's just, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me unless the time frame, I don't know. It's too close, I feel like. Because at the same time, we had seen that town wiped out. Or was that the end of the first episode? Um, it kind of blurred together because I watched them back to back. He was in the water like tw- at least 24 hours because we were going into like, you know, a second day at that point. She was yeah. in the water. So that had happened the day before. So he was already on the boat that fast because you have to travel from the Southlands to the water. So how? Yeah. yeah to, to then. So some just something like, did he have advanced warning? Is he, was he an elder in that community? Was he a prince? What, like there's something with him that has me I just have a lot of questions yeah he's not giving commoner you know Mm -hmm. I don't know I think yeah he's suspicious right now um definitely see him and Galadriel hooking up though that's for sure yeah all right I think we covered everything um (laughs) yeah I think we did oh the cinematography Oh my god, so visually stunning. Girl, like my eyes were in heaven. Yeah, just eating up every inch. I was just like, okay, this because you're like looking at the perspectives, some people are supposed to be, you know, you have the dwarves, they're supposed to be very small, and everything just felt right. Like you're looking at it so bright, everything is so crisp, everything is so like you're just zooming in and taking it all in. Even something as small as the scenes with the fireflies when he's like showing the map and it's just so crisp and stunning to look at. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene was the one with Galadriel and Elrond in the forest. Oh my God. It's so pretty. I my, like it took my breath away. I was just like, are you like, how did he make this? You can tell that Amazon did not waste a penny. Like they Yeah. Were, they took like, didn't they say it was like a billion dollars to make? Like they took Jeff money and they put it to work. <laughs> Right. Like, it paid off though. Yeah. Million people worldwide watch in twenty. And you know, there's so much like, um, you know, the cranky bitter, you know, duck 
book um, dude girls who are whining about it. And I'm just like, I feel at this point, grow up. You have to know that everything is not going to be exact carbon copy from book to it's just not it's, that's just not reality no adaptation does that they have there's only certain things that they can use there's only certain things that you can um bring to life well when it's a fantasy this complicated so you just have to kind of roll with it and if it's not for you don't watch it but i feel like based on what it's gotten so far, I don't think it's going to drop. I think people are just going to, it's going to keep building because each episode, episode two was better than one. And I think word of mouth, people are just going to, more people are going to watch it and enjoy it and accept it for what it is. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And uh, Amazon now has two diverse fantasy shows. Yes. So I think after this run, um, Rings of Power, I think they're going to bring back Will of Time and just kind of keep that momentum going. Um, they need to keep it up. Yeah, and there will. Oh no, you cut out, Tasha. Are you still there? I'm here. Can you hear me? You cut out. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was a there was like a fairy show that was on there, and they did like one season, and they keep saying that they're going to bring it back, they're working towards bringing it back, and I hope that they do, because it was really good, like they had uh, um, really good cast for it, so I hope they make a season two of that show too, because I'm all for really visually stunning fantasy shows. Same. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, girl, should we do Emmy predictions? Yeah, let's go. Insert drum roll, please. <laughs> All right. Ooh, this was hard. I'm not gonna lie. It was like so many toss-ups for Emmy predictions. Um, I don't even... <laughs> I think the problem is that so much of it is like, um, what is it? Ozark, Succession. <laughs> yeah. Um, when you have casts like that, these actors are kind of the best of the best. And it's hard to say, okay, this person over this person when they all gave standout performances. Yes. Especially Secession and Ozark. Like, I struggled with that so many times on this uh, Emmy ballad. All right. Let's do comedy series... I'm going to go with Abbott. They're riding that momentum. I'm feeling really confident. I'm going to say Abbott. Did, did you want me to go first and then you go? We can do it that way. Oh, no. Are you still with me? Oh? Yeah, I lost you again. I don't know what's happening. So weird. Okay. Did you want me to go first and just knock out all the categories and then you go? Um... You're going to have to read them off for me because my phone is acting weird and I have it on here. Got it. Okay. Um, so comedy series, we have <clears throat> Abbott, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, Only Murderers in the Building, Ted Lasso, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, and What We Do in the Shadows. I'm going to go with uh, Ted Lasso. I think Abbott Elementary is a really good show. 
I think they have a great cast, but Ted Lasso is so universally beloved. Like, people adore that show. And it is going into its final season. Just really feel like they're going to win. I'm going to go Abbott. Yeah. I just feel like they have the momentum right now. Um, It's been too many months since Ted Lasso last, like, came out the last season. like, Which is why they swept last year. But, yeah, I'm going to go Abbott. I know that girl. The rock Yeah. They have some right. good content out in that category. Lead actor in a comedy series. Oh, this is too many people. Okay, Donald Glover, Bill Hader, Nicholas Holt, Steve Martin, Martin Short, Jason Sudeikis. This is a clear one for me, Jason, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. As soon as you said it, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's um, the one. Like, Atlanta was very good this season, but it didn't really generate the buzz I thought it was. Um, I haven't seen Barry. I know. I'm, yeah. I haven't seen it either. I know. Everybody's probably like, what's wrong with you guys? You, know, watch, you watch TV and you don't watch this? Yeah, I know. It's bad. We're not going to talk about it. Um, only Murders in the Building, I have not seen. But they're going to split the, that, those votes, I feel like. So that's why I kind of just knocked them out of contention. Um, yeah, Jason for sure. Yeah. So he's, just, he's just so good in that role. Like, you, you connect to him. He's just so authentic and charming and silly and awkward and all the things that you're just like this is a great character and the actor portrays it so well I can't think anybody else would beat him yeah no he's got that one on lock for sure all right this one's oh this one's a little controversial um lead actress in a comedy series we have Rachel Brosnahan Quinta Bronson Kaylee Cuoco Elle Fanning Issa Rae, Gene Smart. I'm going to say Quinta. I was going to say I want it to be her. I know. I she deserves it. It was so many categories where I was like, I want it to be this person, but I think it's going to be that person. It should be Issa too, with that being her final season. Yeah. But it's not going to happen. I'm going to go Quinta. Yeah. I'm going to go Quinta. Yeah. I, I, I stand by that one. All right. Supporting actor in a comedy series. Okay. All righty. This one's... Okay, we have Anthony Kerrigan. Brett... Oh, this one's easy. Okay. Yeah, Anthony Kerrigan, Brett Goldstein, Tohib Jamal, Nick Muhammad, Tony Shalhoub, Tyler James Williams, Henry Winkler, and Bowen Yang. Brett. Huh. Definitely Brett from Ted Lasso, for sure. Yeah, but I love Tony Shalhoub. I know. I like, oh my God, from Monk. Like, he was so good. I like, he never fails. He's so great. So, I would not be mad if he won because I just, I would just love that for him. But I think you're probably right. Like, I feel like Ted Lasso is very much going to sweep them in succession. The Miss Marvelous Miss Maisel, like, they've used up all of their momentum, I feel like, like, yeah, a couple of seasons ago. And we have just new stuff out, you know? So if it was, like, three years ago, I would say Tony for sure. But, no, Brett definitely is going to win that one. All right. Supporting actress in a comedy series. Alex Bornstein, uh, Hannah Eibender, 
Janelle James, Kate McKinnon, Sarah Niles, Shirley Ralph, Juno Temple, and Hannah Waddingham. Um, this one's hard. I want it to be Cheryl B. Right. I have both checked off. I have Cheryl and Hannah checked off. It's a toss-up between them two. It's so hard. I feel like, again, Abbott has the momentum. But they may go back to old faithful Ted Lasso. Like, I don't know. That, I mean... They may surprise us, though. I think they may surprise us and go Shirley Ralph and give her... I hope so, because she deserves it. Like, she's long. She absolutely deserves it. She's such a good actress. But in the years, decades, I mean, come on. So that's why I'm like... I feel like once we know who wins best comedy, we'll know the momentum. And if it's yeah. added, then it'll definitely be Shirley Ralph. All right. We have drama series next. This is hard. Oh, okay. So we have, uh, I finally found my ballot. Um, this one's really, really hard. Yes. Because you have Better Call Saul, Euphor- Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game. Um, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. Exactly. I, and I feel like, except for Better Call Saul, I've watched all of these, and they are all outstanding. So did you finish, ever finish Severance? Did you get to the final episode? You need the no. One. I didn't finish it. Gosh, I know. At I this know, point, I know. just jump to the final episode. Like you really need to see it, and it, you'll definitely appreciate it way more because I get like uh, the criticism; it was slow. But I would say around episode six, it really picked up. And when you got to that final episode, like it answered questions and it created more. Um, it was so good. So that's why I'm like, this is so hard. I put Secession, but honestly, it could be Yellow Jackets. It could be Severance or Ozark. Yeah, it could. I, it, like Ozark's final season was so good. That's what it I'm hearing. That's so why so good. Like I, they did a thing <laughs> that season. So, you know, they may want to say, you know what, we are going to, you know, give you your flowers for how you wrap this up. And they would not be wrong because it was good. And Euphor- Euphoria is always good. Yep. And Yellow Jackets was like, it took me a while to get on that bandwagon. But when I finally watched it, I was like, wow, this show is absolutely insane. And I can't wait to see more. <laughs> so it's, it's, that one's a really hard one. I think I'm going to probably stick with Succession because it's so. As far as like an so, ensemble, it's, yeah. 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 Like everyone is bringing their, their A game. And this season, was so insane. Especially like the, that last episode, for sure. Yes. The way the way they ended last season, and then you start this season, and you see the total flip between um, Kendall and his dad, mm-hmm. and how he goes from like the highest of highs to the lowest of lows, while his dad does the complete reverse. It was just... It was so great. And all the cast and characters just went through such an interesting arc this season. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Succession. Watch it be like Ozark or Yellow Jackets. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's really hard. We're going to go with Succession, but it's hard. I don't know. We'll see. 
All right, girl. This is another hard one. Lead actor in a drama series. Oh God. I'm gonna say I'm I'm being really controversial today. I'm gonna say Adam Scott. <laughs> and I say that because Brian and Jeremy are splitting votes. Yeah, you you aren't wrong. And didn't Jeremy win last year? Like yes. they both won last year. So for, they must have been separate yeah. categories, I think. Yeah, because they um nominated Nicholas, which put him in supporting. So I mm-hmm. guess they put Brian and Jeremy both in lead this year. So if they're gonna split votes, I don't know. I'm gonna go Adam. I'm he's a dark horse. I'm gonna be controversial. Um you know what? I will be um, controversial too. And I'm going to go with Jason Bateman because he was great. He was so good in that role and so good in that show. And like I said, Ozark's final season was outstanding. So I just, and I think you're right with Succession. They've already won um, and there's still so many more seasons for them, you know, at least another season for them to go where they could potentially win again. Whereas this is Ozark's last season. So yeah, yeah I'm going to roll with Jason. All right. Lead actress in a drama series. This was, this was, uh, I don't know. I think Zendaya. And Melody could come in, you know? Any of them, really. And Laura. Laura, too. That so hard. Laura Lenny, like, but- I, my feelings about her character were so I wanted to reach through the screen. I wanted to scream. I hated her. I loved her. I was like, oh my God, she's a boss. And other times I was just like, I want to kill you. (laughs) Her character was insane. They put her through the ringer emotionally in this final season. Like it was so much. And she killed it. And I think she was very praised for her work this season. And rightly so. So I could definitely see her winning. But I mean, we can't knock the other actresses because Melanie was really great in Yellow Jackets mm-hmm. and Reese was outstanding in Morning Show. So you Melanie just won either, was it the Emmy or the Golden Globe? I think it might have been the Golden Globe that she won for Yellow Jackets. I think so. I know she definitely won something and she was, I mean, it's it's absolutely deserved because she's she very much carries like the core of that show. Like she's almost the grounding character in that show and everything's kind of revolving around her, even though it's an ensemble. So yeah. Based on her previous win, I'm going to say she has the momentum. But mm-hmm. you know what's really sad? People are gonna come for me. Um, the last season of Killing Eve was a dud. I did not watch that show, which is why I know that they're two great actors. I mean, Sandra Oh, you know, from Grey's Anatomy, and I know Jodie Comer is a good actress, but I just I tried and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, I can get, I can see that. Um, it, the first two seasons were really phenomenal. The again the pandemic kind of killed the momentum for the third season and then the the final season was very much so a dud um it had like no buzz um yeah it was just really strange I I mean of course they should be nominated but yeah I don't know I kind of hate to see them go out like this but 
That's been happening with shows lately. Yeah. Supporting actor in a drama series. Again, secession splitting votes. <laughs> They're killing me. And wait, and Severance. Yeah. And Squid Game. So it's now you didn't what episode did you get to in Severance? I literally never made it past the first episode. You're killing me, girl. No, I remember I told you that yeah. my sister's watching it. She loved it. And I was like, I'm going to start it. And I started and I was like, there's just too much going on here. And then didn't they say that they were renewed? And I was like, okay, now that it's renewed. You got to go back. You have to go back. I will go back and watch it. So that's going to be something. I'll probably do it over winter hiatus when all our shows are on break. Because uh, John Turturro, who was also on Batman A, um, and Christopher Walken. So the first couple episodes, they, they seem very much like secondary characters but they do get their own arc and it's fantastic like the acting oh my god um christopher walking like i mean he never disappoints no like his one line from man on fire is like (laughs) one of the most memorable (laughs) exactly like he's legendary you can never forget him um so again they're splitting votes too i picked kieran i don't know why but i'm gonna pick kieran i he was my pick too he was my pick too because he is that character. Like he doesn't have to stretch. It's not even method. It's just him. It's not method. It's him. <laughs> like, like he. They don't even. It's kind of. I think they said it's like a running joke. Like he just kind of ad libs his way through his scenes. He doesn't follow the script. He does whatever the hell he wants. So, a lot of the moments that we see is just him. And he so embodies that character and everybody knows like he's just pure chaos. <laughs> it just fits the role so well. He He's so good in that role. I'm sorry. He's just great. I can't imagine him not being acknowledged for how good he is in that. And as much as we love like Cousin Greg. <laughs> yeah. It, there's no way that like neither of those and Matthew McFadden like he will forever be our Mr. Darcy but he there's nothing about their performances that would in the show or at least in this last season that particularly overshadow what Karen is doing yeah he's just regular chaotic personality so yeah I think he's the one exactly no I fully agree so definitely we're gonna go with Karen um, supporting actress in a drama series. I my my prediction is going to surprise you because I've never seen the show. <laughs> I went with Julia. Julia oh. Garner. Yeah, Ozark. Hmm. She's um, a lot of buzz, and she's been nominated. I think two times. Yeah, two times. I. Yeah, I can't say I disagree with you. I think that's a good. I have to say, I for me, it was more of a toss-up between her and Christina Ricci because her character in Yellow Jackets is bonkers. And <laughs> she definitely has a presence. She's really good in the role. I thought she was great. So she kind of, she definitely pulled my eye and she was memorable. But Julia, definitely, you're right. She has a lot of buzz right now. She went from that to um, the the Shonda Rhimes show, right? Mm -hmm. On Netflix, she got a lot of buzz for that. She has a lot of upcoming roles. Um, People are really excited to, seem to be really excited to cast her in things right now. 
and she was great. Like she was really a solid character and her ending in Ozark, like I was screaming so <laughs> when I saw it. So I can't imagine that people wouldn't want to honor the work that she put into that show. Okay. Yeah, Julia for sure. Um also I really appreciate seeing Jay Smith Cameron having a nod. Oh my god. Because her and Karen are brilliant. They are so hilarious. <laughs> like it is the greatest thing that that is just their actual in real life relationship. Like that it's they the just most uncomfortable relationship, but I love it. Like yeah. I love it. I don't know how else to explain it. It's very much so uncomfortable, but it's just the way they like work together is just brilliant. It's just brilliant. And I, I kind of love that, you know, like I said, it's their in real life relationship that the writers were like, okay, let's just roll with it. And that like, he's just kind of walked on set and started picking at her and the writers were like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And they just were like, we're going to put it in the show. You know, what's hilarious is the scene that Kieran's going to win for. It's going to be the dick pic. Uh, absolutely it's gonna be that <laughs> like if they show something it's, and I love that scene I love how Logan is just like what is wrong with you what is wrong and he's just like I am how I am I don't know. <laughs> so ridiculous oh my god did you see speaking of did you see that um video of him I think he was on like the tonight show or something and he was like how he was kind of yelling at her like she's a yeah. senior citizen yeah <laughs> so funny it was like oh my god I cannot believe it, yeah and she like poured and she's she like tweeted that she like poured a drink on him because he was so rude and I was just like oh my god he's <gasps> such a chaotic personality it's so great he really is oh I love them so much um okay limited or anthology series i went with dope sick um yeah i did not like white lotus was okay i didn't love it it was okay um as an ensemble i'm not gonna give them the emmy for it no uh i felt like dope sick really not only was it like important what they like the content was important they had a really good cast. So yeah, I think that out of all of them, that's that's my pick too. Yes. And inventing Anna, like we said, Julia was carrying that show. Like they yeah. had a couple of other what's her name from um Scandal. She was in it, which she's a good actress. They had Katie two other Lowe, really good I think and Yes, Kaylo. They had a couple of really good actresses, but as an ensemble cast, like no. <laughs> uh -uh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, dope sick. We're gonna go with that. Lead actor in a limited or anthology series or a movie. Girl, girl, we gotta talk about this category. They had the nerve to put Andrew Garfield and Oscar Isaac in the same category. Oh, come like really? What the way what I they... stress? I mean, that's a hard one. <laughs> I got both checked off. I'm like, you know what? I win. That's it's either not one. A... Mm -mm. <laughs> I'm not I'm not picking between those two. I can't. Toss up. We're just gonna rule that one a toss up between Andrew Garfield and Oscar Isaac. Um, like I said, if either one of them win, we win. I I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy. I I don't know. I kind of feel like it's more likely that Andrew Garfield will win. Yeah, 
Because I feel like he has the, the more of the momentum with it coming out more recently since yes. he's still in marriage. Um, but then again, I don't know. See, I just I usually I have like a feeling about how they're gonna like the voters are gonna vote. But this year, girl, everything feels like a toss up. <laughs> really, everything. So yeah, that's a toss up. Either one of them win, we win. We're gonna leave that one alone. But they are really disrespectful for having them both in the same category. Like, how did you want me to pick between those two people? Come right. on. Oh my lord. Okay. Uh, lead actress in a limited or anthology series or movie. I went with Julia Garner again with Inventing Anna. Um, I feel like that is highly likely. I think the only person close to maybe knocking her out would be Amanda. There was a lot of buzz around Amanda in the dropout. Like a yeah. lot. It was it was wild. She's been acting the wrong time. She's a good actress. And there was so much buzz around her in that role and how chaotic it was, even though I did not watch it. I did. And she was so like creepily like the actual character. Mm-hmm. It, and also, she doesn't age because the character she's playing is in, um, so it starts off with her in like high school. Like Amanda is still playing a high school. <laughs> Like for, like Veronica Mars, <laughs> right? It is convincing, um, and it just kind of follows her into adulthood. But yeah, Amanda really killed that role too. Yeah, it's hard. I'm gonna say Julia though. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna stick with Amanda. I feel like there is a very solid chance that she could win. She could walk away with that one. Mm-hmm. All right, supporting actor in a limited or anthology series or movie. I said Murray. Mary Bartlett. Hmm. I think he has the most momentum. He's getting covered with big articles and variety in the Hollywood Reporter right now. Yeah, I went with Murray. I feel like anybody from White Lotus. <laughs> it's just like, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's like an eeny, meeny, miny, mo. If you could get this, but you're probably right. It probably is going to be Murray. Because, I mean, like, as far as standout performances and, like, being the face of that show, besides Jennifer Coolidge, obviously, mm-hmm. it's Murray. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, yeah. I, I Honestly, prob- maybe his only big, like, Peter Sarsgaard is a very well-respected mm-hmm. actor. And... I mean, he's an outstanding actor and very well-respected actor. So if it was going to be any of the people from Dope Sick, it would probably be him. Yeah. It's probably going to be Murray's biggest competition. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just don't think his role was big enough, though. That's my only thing. Like, yeah. I can't think of... Like... Which is why I would lean, toward, lean more towards Murray. So it's going to be like, did you give it to the person with the tiny role who has a lot of presence or the person with the bigger role who also had a lot of presence? So Yeah. All right, this is another tough one. Supporting actress in a limited or anthology series or movie. I'm going to go with Natasha. We just going to be positive. <laughs> yeah. But see, that my... but... that's who I want to win. But based on the performance and who I think they will pick, I'm going to say Caitlin Dever. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Who I want to win who who versus who I actually think will win. This was really because like I said, White Lotus, I mean, they kind of 
stacked the ballot for, for White Lotus <laughs> with this one. Look at how many people are from that cast. Yeah. And that, oh, the, well, you saw the White Lotus, right? Mm-hmm. So that scene with um, Alexandra Daddario, like the fight with her husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's a solid scene. So it's like once you go yeah. like person by person with their like, their scenes it, it's hard it's really hard but give my girl Natasha her flowers I mean she kind of killed it with just one scene though like that um when she finds out that lady's not supporting her dream or whatever and she's yeah crying. oh my god yeah I don't know that's a hard one I'm gonna say Natasha I'm I'm being real positive it would be nice <laughs> but we know how they be voting so all right, competition program. Oh, RuPaul's, come on now, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, I don't care about the rest of these. <laughs> and, I mean, consistently, he's won. I like. Yeah. I don't even know how many Emmys he's has. It's it's too many. Like it, I couldn't even count at this point. Um, though the Amazing Race is honestly the only other competition, unless they do a whole three sixty and give Lizzo an Emmy. That would be kind of cool. It would. That would be kind of cool. I would not hate it. I would actually, especially, you know, just for her, for the representation, for Mm -hmm. the content, for just, that would be great. (laughs) I would be very happy if that happens. That's what we want. I don't know if it's going to happen, though. All right. Oh, that's a hard one. Um, Variety sketch series. There's only two people in this category or two shows. Um, I'm going to go with Saturday Night Live because, I mean, it's pretty clear how they're going to vote on that. <laughs> yes, very clear. <laughs> All right. Variety talk series. I mean, John Oliver. I, very yeah. with how they're going to vote on that one as well. That's an easy one. Here's a hard one, though. Writing for a comedy series. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um, I picked Abbott. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, a- Abbott's up against Ted, so it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, that one's... Okay, specific episodes. No Weddings and a Funeral versus the Pilots. Exactly. Like, Abbott's a pilot is up for writing. I feel like I would go with Abbott. But if we're just looking at show for show, they would probably pick Ted Lasso. Oh. Yeah, it's really hard. Wow. Both Barry and um, what we do in the <laughs> shadows have two episodes of there. Huh. Oh, yeah. Wait till we get to secession <laughs> in that writing category. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Abbott. Probably Ted Lasso, though, but I'm yeah. going to say Abbott. All right. Directing for a comedy series. Um, I picked Only Murderers in the Building just because they have two episodes that got submitted. Oh, yeah. So that means people are really digging the way that this show was handled directing-wise. Right. Yeah, it'll probably win, because I don't feel like anything visually was done in um, the Ted Lasso episode that was, like, new or super refreshing that they're like, yes, we need to honor that. Well, actually, I can't think of one episode, uh, the uh, funeral episode. The funeral one with mm-hmm. um, Hannah Waddingham. Yeah. 
I would say I think that's probably the episode they actually. Started. Yeah, that's the that's the episode, but I don't know that it like something so insanely stand out about it. Yeah. No. It was more her acting than it was. I would yeah, say. to me because I I enjoyed that episode, but I think it was more the performances. Mm-hmm. All right, writing for a drama series. So, um, I googled what episode they submitted. I believe Secession submitted Kendall's birthday episode. Oh man! Right? Oh, wow! <laughs> that episode was so insane. Oh! Wow. Oh no! 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 I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Wait, That's wait, wait. Not for that category. Okay, so they only submitted one episode for writing. I don't know the one though. I know what it is for directing. I don't know what it is for writing. But um, but Yellow Jacket submitted two episodes for consideration. So the pilot, um, and F Sharp. How I feel about the pilot? I I liked the pilot well enough that I don't know. I think if if it's between one of them, it would probably be the pilot because they definitely. I mean, that's so important. If you want to get people to keep watching your show, like that's that's all it boils down to. You want people to watch the show, then hey, you got to make an outstanding pilot that's going to keep people's attention. And I think that that's what they did. Okay, so for Secession, they, I think it's all the bells say is the one they um, nominated. So uh, I'm trying to remember which episode that is, though. All the bells say. Is that the one with the um the wedding? I can't. Okay, it's episode nine. Oh, all the bells say is the finale. Okay, okay, that makes it's sense. It's the ninth and final episode of the third season. Okay, that makes sense. So that's strong. Um, yeah, strong. that is a strong oh, no. episode. Oh man, that is such a hard one. Uh, who did I pick? I picked someone. Okay, I picked Secession. So I'm gonna go with my gut on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I I I continue to believe that Secession is gonna sweep <laughs> almost any category that they're in. My my automatic assumption is that they're gonna win. Yeah. All right. We have directing. So. Secession, they had a lot of nerve in this category. Three episodes. (laughs) Right. And one of the episodes I did confirm was Kendall's birthday. So I have to say Secession then. I mean, that and then also the finale. And I think it may be the episode where they're like in Italy. Somebody was getting married. Connor? Was it Connor that got married? Girl, it's been like a year. I'm trying to remember that episode. Last season it was shit. Shiv got married. No. No, that was... I said Shiv, Shiv was already married. It was somebody who... They went to Italy for a, a wedding. Remember? Because it was the um, episode where Kendall was, like, on the ground and then Shiv's trying to, like, console. No, that was their mom's birthday. That's what it was. Yes. Okay. Their mom's birthday. But yes, she and she married. was getting married. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. They had their mom's birthday and she was getting married. I'm um, pretty sure they submitted that one as well. So that's... That, that episode... episode Kindles in the finale that is yeah I'm sorry secession because they were they were scheming and plotting and they finally thought that they had a way to 
take down their dad and take over the company working together and then come to find out that they got ratted out and it wasn't going to work for them and he logan had the power the whole time and he got it back and it was it was a it was a power move like it was so outstanding so yeah i feel like there's no chance that Tyson doesn't win that because of the performances and the plot line and just everything visually it just worked yep it did all right we have writing for a limited or anthology series or movie i picked dope sick yeah that's my pick like when i have to like list my favorite limited series, Dope Sick makes the top five. It's just so good. <laughs> it's just it, like there's nothing to talk about. It's just so good. Um and based in actual facts. I mean Yeah. I, and the only thing I, other thing like White Lotus is it's okay. It's whatever. Um I did watch <laughs> I did watch Made and that was very good, but I don't think it's you know it didn't talk. It yeah. didn't stop dope sick for me. Yeah, it definitely dope sick on that one. We only have one left. Directing for a limited or anthology series or movie. Again, dope sick. Yep. <laughs> um, it's just that girl, you know, as Beyonce would say. It's just um, they're gonna sweep it. Period. Yeah, I think dope sick and um. Dope sick Ted Lasso and Succession are walking away with their whole awards. This, I think this Abbott, they'll give Abbott some too, though. Yes. Because it, it was, there was a lot of buzz around the show. It's a good show. Um, so they're going to walk away with something. But as far as like multiple people winning multiple awards, I think it's going to be mostly Ted Lasso and Succession and Dope sick that walk away with the most out of this awards. I, like I would be bowled over if they didn't walk away with the most yeah agreed well that is the conclusion of our first podcast yeah all right this was awesome um i can't wait to till next week till we get more episodes of this show and um more lore to dig into lord of the rings and then we'll finally see what the Emmys does. So it should be a lot of fun. Oh, you're going to be so mad at me. I'll probably cut this part out um, of the podcast, but I actually will miss the Emmys live. <laughs> now, oh, I'm happen. not watching it. I don't watch it live either. <laughs> no, I always watch it live. Like, I make a whole thing about it. Like, popcorn, like, it's bad. I, like, jump up and down in my apartment. I'm clapping. My neighbor's <laughs> for, like, three hours. And actually, this is not my fault because I'm going to go see Florence and the Machine. And I bought those tickets in April before I knew the date for the Emmys. So this is not... Man, we, we, we will always put Florence first. Florence exactly. comes before all things. Like, Emmys is whatever. That's a rewatch. You can find it on YouTube next day. It's not that serious. Me, I never watch it live. I, I haven't watched a live um, award show in years like more than five years like I never watch a live because I can just get on Twitter and what follow the thread of who's winning what like why do I need to spend spend my time watching it everything I like to see who they like put together to like present girl I live for it I live for it I just love like you know the red the red carpet looks and you know you always get like the good snippets the major moments are always on Twitter anyway so I'm just like all right I can I can check that out and cut down my time 
and the memes, of course, because there's going to yeah. be. Oh, always a ton of great memes. 